not at all to anyone who knows me. I discovered John J.J. Thornhill through Aptive, the audio-based fitness app that I use and love. As I took John's classes, followed him on social media, and started interacting with him, I realized that John was more than just a super fun trainer. We actually had a lot of things in common, mainly a love for art and many arts. Not only is John a kick-ass trainer, but he is also a talented musician by the name of J.J. Thornhill. The music in this episode is all his. I had the opportunity to talk to John about the art of fitness, music, and how he combines it all last month. I had an even cooler opportunity to meet him in person when I took a class with him at Psych Fitness on a trip to New York soon after, and oh man, we will talk more about that later. John Thornhill is passionate, motivating, and super fun to talk and listen to. So please sit back, relax, or maybe get outside and start moving as you enjoy my chat with John Thornhill. So it's always important to get to know the man behind the microphone. John told me how he got from Louisiana to New York into all of our headphones. So I am from the great state of Louisiana, and it's kind of been an interesting journey. Born and raised there in a city called Slidell. It's actually a town. I just discovered it's very small, um, right outside mm-hmm. New Orleans, about 30 minutes outside. And I uh, ended up, you know, doing all the fun artistic things that a kid can do. I did, you know, theater. I did music, uh, choir, and whatnot. And then tangentially, I did sports. I was really big into soccer growing up. I played soccer from like age four to 14. And then I burned out on soccer. Surprisingly, the, the team is, the team environment, at least at that age, was not the greatest for me. I, there was a lot of blame. It was like, you know, the defense falls, the offense falls, everyone's falling. You know what I mean? And so as a kid, right. you're like, well, you know, it doesn't feel good to feel blame for a win or a loss. Um, and so I ended up switching over to tennis. And so I, I picked up the racket when I was 14 and fell in love with the sport and the concept and just everything about it and ended up training a lot and so much that I wanted to go to a tennis boarding school. And so there's a, a boarding school called IMG Voluntary. It started in the okay. 70s. It's, it's, like a, it's basically like Disney World for sports. And it started originally in tennis, but then as the years progressed and as they gained more notoriety, they built uh, other programs in like golf and soccer and basketball and track and field. And now it's definitely like the biggest arena for sports in high school and below. And so it's, you know, it's a great place for kids if they're looking to go to college. And of course, there's a lot of mm-hmm. aspiring professionals that are trying to go pro. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if you know Maria Sharapova, Andre Agassi. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are the, the names that kids who grew up at IMG. And so it was, a, it was a great opportunity. I went there for three years for the remaining sophomore to senior year of high school. And it was, a, it was a great chance for me to, like, really just explore a different part of the world because the, the school is so international. There's 80 different countries, at least when I was there, that are representative at the school. And mm-hmm. long-winded answer, I was then drafted to go to um, – I played college tennis at Fordham, which is up in the Bronx, and that okay. was my, my ticket to New York, so to speak. Yeah. 
And that's how, that's how I got to New York. And now I'm here. And of course, how do you go from there to where he is now? My main thing is, is fitness for sure. Uh, that's where, you know, I, it's my bread and butter. That's where I, I pay rent and utility and, and all the different uh, <laughs> things that I have to pay for in the city. Um, so that's my, you know, I, I do cardio training for active. So anything that gets your heart rate up, anything that makes you sweat. I'm, I'm doing running, elliptical, cycling, stair climber, all the fun things. And then I also teach live cycling at a company called Psych Fitness. And I've been teaching there for over five years. And it's, uh, it's indoor cycling. It's, you know, it's, it's similar to Soul Cycle where you're riding to the beat and, uh, it's, you know, it's really musically inclined. It's dancey. It's fun. It's energetic. It's kind of like a concert. You know, it's, we have a lot of fun performing and, and really just rocking it out on the bike. John's class really was an experience. I've actually never taken a spin class before, and I had a feeling he would be the perfect teacher. Once he showed me how to do everything, literally even how to hook my shoes to the bike, I took in the atmosphere. There was lighting like we were at a club, a buzz of energy as we waited for the class to start, and the second the music began... I knew I was in for a treat. His energy filled all of us in the room. The lights were flashing. The music was perfectly fit with the way we were spinning. Man, guys, I might be converted into someone who needs to take a spin class all the time. I think so. It's the perfect combo of fitness and music with a little bit of a dance party mixed in. And then I play tennis whenever I can. It's uh, not as often as I used to, but I'm in a league that's like post-college kids who are uh, coming together every Tuesday night and we play tennis. And then my passion is music. I've been doing music for a long time and I've, uh, I've really enjoyed the aspects of just like creating music. It's been so fun for me to see the process of, of writing and, and singing and then having those songs come to life. It's definitely a long and arduous process, and it's a labor of love, and it doesn't necessarily make a lot of money, but Mm -hmm. it's really fun, and I really enjoy that aspect of of creativity. So, yeah, those are, I guess those are the the main things that I can think of. (laughs) I've been drifting by last night, you and me drinking red wine, looking up at the starlight, it felt like we were flying. This is a good segue to our first topic, music. I asked John what called him to start making music. That's a great question. I think music for me has always been inside of me. I, my, my biggest passion is combining music and movement. That's really where my okay. heart lies. Um, and that doesn't necessarily have to mean dancing because I would be the first to tell you I am not a good dancer. I'm more like a flailer. <laughs> I'm like waving my arms around and like... Jello up on the dance floor. Um, I, I cannot do choreographed dance. My sister is, or uh, she was a ballet dancer and went to college for ballet. And like, she's, you know, mm-hmm. a beautiful, gracious, and I'm clumsy and just like, you know, gyrating up on the dance floor. But it's, it's still so much fun for me to, to move my body, to let the music just tell me how to move. And so for me, that really translates to physical fitness and, and, and having structure in the way that our bodies move. I, I love, like, moving mm-hmm. to the beat. Like, as you know, in classes, like, it's like it doesn't make sense for me or for me to tell anybody to do something right. extremely difficult if the music isn't there matching it, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's definitely. Something, 
that's something that I, I love about music is that music really inspires us to do different things and to move our bodies in ways that we mm-hmm. wouldn't do without it. Um, so that's that's kind of you know my my love for music. I got started in music when I was in high school. I was in a choir, and then college I was in choir and acapella groups, and I actually majored in music. And it was uh you know it's always been really fun. I, I love singing. I'm not a great singer, but listen, like you don't have to be Bruno Mars to be a singer, you know. Um, so I I enjoy the aspect <laughs> of holding a tune and just singing it out and. Um, yeah, so it's kind of how I started music. Every musician has a process, and they are all fascinating in their differences. I've been writing music ever since college, I'd say. That's when I really started, like, tuning into creating music. And I have a lot of different processes. Um, I've started with just lyrics. I've started with just um, a melody. I've started with just chord progression on the piano and it depends on who I'm with and if I'm working with anybody or if I'm with them by myself mm-hmm. oftentimes if I'm writing music by myself it's just chords and melody and lyrics that I'm just creating on my own the piano is definitely the instrument that I gravitate towards the most and mm-hmm. if I'm working with other artists or other, you know, guitarists or producers, then, you know, we kind of put together our strengths. Um, I love working with music producers who are tech savvy because I'm not tech savvy at all. The computer and I just don't get along. I see that spinning <laughs> wheel of death on it, on the Apple music and I'm just like, oh my gosh, my computer is done. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, it's whoever I'm working with, I, we definitely play up our strengths. And if, if someone's really good with production, I'm, I'm giving them ideas in terms of the how the sonics of the sound should lay out. I'll give them references of different things. And we just kind of, like, start molding that song together. It's it's a really organic process, and it's, um, it's something that I really cherish. And I, don't, I don't get to do it as much as I like, but it's it's really fun to, like, see songs come together that, have been, you know, a, a work of art and a work of progress. Don't worry, guys. Looks like John is planning on releasing more tunes for us. So I'm, I've been releasing single by single, and I've mm-hmm. got two more songs that I plan to attach this, to this EP. Um, one song yeah. that I worked on. Yeah, I'm excited about it. One song that I worked on with um, the guy who did Pink's album, latest album, which was really exciting to work with him. Whoa. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, a nuts connection. He's just uh, a great guy, and he's been working on this last song for me for a while. And then I've got another song that's pretty much already done, but it just needs to go through you know, the mastering process. Um, but yeah, a, a couple more songs coming out. I'm planning for a summer EP, like total release. Perfect. It's like perfect music for the summer. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I'm all about having fun. You know that. Switching gears here. As I mentioned, I found John through Active, so I was curious to know how one of his classes is created. It depends on the class. So what's your favorite go-to style of workout that I go to, that you have taken? Um, well, I, oh, God. How about a little? So hard. 
Okay, ellipticals are great, yeah. So <laughs> ellipticals really fun because a lot of music that we listen to that's dancey, that's fun, um, that's kind of mm-hmm. like what we call it in music terms four on the floor. It's like it's got like a steady, constant beat, um, and it's mm-hmm. like you'll hear it in like house beats and stuff like that. Um, the elliptical is great machine because you can actually move on the tempo, similar to like if you're on if you're cycling. You know, what I mean, like you can literally right. match the tempo with your body. Um, so right. depending on like how long the class is or like what the objective in the class is, um, I I definitely try to gear music towards um, like energy and and making the music inspire the person to move. In a more upbeat fashion, you know what I mean? It's like I'm not going to, like, mm-hmm. have some slow ballad to start the class. It's like the start of the class, it needs to, like, have some fire, it needs to have some beat, and it, like, creates a sense of urgency in the user. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really in tune to BPMs of how fast or slow a certain song is. So it's like there are some songs that I love that I would love to use in certain classes, but, like, the BPM just doesn't work to where, like, if you were following the music specifically, like, beat by beat, you wouldn't be able to do it, like, on the elliptical. Um, but there's right. a lot of songs that I can use. So, it's it, you know, it's, it's like there's, of course, there's some that are, there aren't, but that I could use those for different classes, like running or cycling, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But that's my, that's my initial process. And then I kind of have an idea when I'm creating music that I like to have a storyline, that I like to have um, almost like a like a timeline you know you you're just like in any good story like you have you know the opening chapters that feel really good and you have like the plot the meat of the of the story that feels like you know yes we're we're getting all the good content and you're you know equivalent to equivalent to like if you're in a workout and you're getting a good sweat and you're getting you're feeling the burn um and then like you know later on in the class you kind of have a reflective moment a moment where you you say, okay, like, how are we doing right now? How do I want to finish? Like, what's the reason? What's my why? And then finally having that, like, that last song where it's, like, the celebration. It's the, it's the euphoria. It's the, I did everything, and now I'm so happy that it's done. You know what I mean? Like, so it's having that storyline. I definitely try to have that in every one of my classes so that it, it doesn't feel like it's just, you know, song by song. You're just putting in random songs. I actually have thought behind, okay, I, I want you to feel this way in this moment, and this is how I want you to feel once it's over. John always gets me during workouts because he'll be like, okay, this is the last one. Are you really doing everything you can? And I'm always like, no, I'm not. You're right. I'm going to go harder. Well, and listen, sometimes that's not a bad thing because, you know, sometimes we've got to save all that energy for that last push. And, and it's, not, it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just that how we feel in those moments and the great thing is, you know, there's there's always another workout. There's always another time where we can reassess and, and, you know, push a little bit harder or, like, be a little bit smarter in the way that we're working out. While you're taking a class with John, he usually asks you for your why, as in, why are you here today? What is your reason for working out, et cetera? I wanted to know his why. So my why actually kind of translates to when I was a kid even going to, like, you know, high school when I was playing tennis and I was waking up at 6.30 in the morning and, you know, running these sprints on the tennis court and just, like, heaving and exhausted and just, like, feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Um, but there is a moment where you recognize that, like, you're always going to get over this. Your body is always going to overcome this obstacle. And 
someone recently said this on Instagram. I was like, okay, a little piece of wisdom on Instagram. Um, that mm-hmm. like in fitness, failure is a success where you feel like, yes, you've been putting in the time. Yes, you're putting in the effort and maybe you get to a point of complete and total exhaustion and you can't go anymore. That's where you've proven to yourself just how strong you are and you realize that you have matched the limit and you have indeed come over the obstacle and you're stronger because of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's understanding what your body can do, going to that limit, and then afterwards feeling like, ah, oh, this is victory. This is me feeling like mm-hmm. I can do anything. Um, that's one of my whys. Another why is I, I simply love moving to music. That, for me, is, is really fun. And it's, it's something that, like, I cherish so much. You know, I, like I said, I'm not coordinated in terms of my dancing skills, but I do like to match my body within the music. It's almost like... You know, my body is the drum. My body is the rhythm. And that's something that I, I – that's one of my whys in terms of why I work out because it, it feels so good to, to be connected to something outside of yourself. I'll say it again. John is an amazing motivator. I love listening to him speak and I always leave feeling encouraged and empowered. I asked him where he thinks that comes from. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Motivation. So I don't know if I have a clear answer on where it comes from. I, I've been teaching for a long time. Um, I've been you know, teaching cycling live for seven plus years and then, you know, active has been about a year and a half. And I think the motivation that I've gone through in terms of like when I was in high school and really wanting to, you know, like get the best grades possible and like get into the best college that I could get into. And then after college, you know, just uh, applying for these certain jobs and and hoping that certain things would happen. Um, Mm -hmm. Going through those life moments is is kind of where I think motivation comes from. It's like, you know, listen, like, I think when we we go through struggles, when we have relationships that maybe don't, like, pan out the way that you want them to – you learn from these things. We, we learn from everyday opportunities. We just have to be open to them. Our mind has to be able to receive that information. And then mm-hmm. we say, okay, how can we translate that? I think that's one thing that I really try to do whenever I'm teaching a class is like, you know, there's so many different people that can listen to a sentence and they can translate that sentence in however way they feel is best. And so whenever I'm wanting to motivate people, I want people to just recognize where they are right now and where they want to go and giving mm-hmm. them any sort of nugget that, that applies to them in whatever they're going through. Because I frankly, you know, I never know. I, 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 Rachel, I would never know all the things that you're going through every day. And I know that, like, you know, ten different people could have the – same job or the, or, or uh, uh, the, could live in the same state of you, a state, could live in the same state as you, but they have a completely different struggle. You know what I mean? It's, it's right, being able right. to unify that struggle. That's something that I definitely try to do whenever I'm motivating is, is, is try to just make the, the biggest picture possible and get as much people to really get on board with whatever I'm saying. Um, thank you so much. That's so sweet. I, I, 
I don't really like consider myself a motivator, but that it's awesome. I'm glad that that those words they translate to you. And of course, I wanted to know who his biggest motivator was. Um, I definitely think my mom is one of my my biggest motivations. I think she is just so admirable. Like she's gone through so much uh, trials and tribulations in her life, and you know now she's living her best and living her truth and, you know, having fun and, and, you know, she's retired and, um, she's just someone that I've always looked up to and she always have these, has these little words of wisdom that I would always listen to and just really latch on to. Like, you know, she's, uh, she's just, she's lived life and that's something that I really, you know, I, I admire and I acknowledge that, you know, she, has a lot of life and a lot of wisdom to share. I've, I've always mm-hmm. been appreciative of wisdom. Um, one of my mentors is my boss at Active right now, uh, Angela Lee. She's a fantastic instructor, and she's really, you know, really tried to help me hone in on my classes and just trying to continue to grow as an individual and as an instructor. Um, she's someone that I've, I've really looked up to, to just, like, continue the ball rolling as as an instructor and as a fitness professional. Having multiple passions definitely takes a certain kind of person and a lot of balance. So I asked John to talk to me about how he balances all of the different things that he loves to do. Yeah, I think some of the passions, what's great about it is that they're intertwined. Um, you know, the, my love for creating music is, tangential to the creation that I do within active because even though every time I make an active class or an active workout, it's, it's not music that I have penned, but it's music that I love and it's music that like moves me as an individual and then piecing those together and having some sort of like through line within the motivation that ties everything together. Like to, I actually really appreciate that when you said that at the beginning of this interview that it's a, it is an art. And I, I do look at it as an art. And it's not mm-hmm. like an art that one would, you know, consider like painting or sculpting or, you know, theater. Um, but it, it is a, a creativity that I've, I've really grown to love. And it's something that I, I want to continue to do. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed, you know, the creativity that it comes through fitness and, I'm hoping that <laughs> I don't know how it's going to happen. The the best things in life, I feel like, are are open doors, and and you walk through those doors, um, as my mom always says. Um, <laughs> that there's there's going to be a day when the music that I've created and the music that I love and the movement that I enjoy doing are going to find synergy. And I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm I'm open to the opportunity, and I think that. If I just continue down the path of creating music and creating workouts and, and hopefully continue meeting new people, you know, it's, it's never going to be by myself. I would never want to do anything alone. I think having others being involved in the success of whatever endeavor uh, is, is something that I am always open to, and I, I, I always want to share any sort of mm-hmm. success that I have. Um, I'm hoping that it all comes together in some one crazy fashion, and then I'll just play tennis on the side, having fun. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm hoping that it'll ha- it'll ha- all happen one day. Just will create something magical, and you'll be the first to know about it. Crashing down on me, I can feel you now.
Okay, now at the end of the interview, I wanted to do a quick lightning round. Just some fun questions to get to know a little bit more about him. What's your favorite class that you've recorded? My all-time favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. This is probably going to be off a little left field. Um, okay. But there was a class that I did a while back on the elliptical called Arms, Legs, and Hearts that isn't music that you would normally hear. It's music that I really love, and it's music okay. that, like, really moved me. Um, I love, like, pop music, and I love dance music, but I also love, like, like electronic music that has, like, big, heavy beats and, like, huge builds and, like, you know, the big drops. Like, that's uh, – if you, you know, obviously you've, you know, taken a bunch of classes, like, that's the music that, like, really gets you excited. And I feel like it, it brings a sense of urgency and a release uh, in – whatever format you're, you know, whether it's on the elliptical, the bike, or the tread. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love I love that class, too, because I remember creating the, the motivational through line. I was actually on a flight coming back from Australia a few months ago. And the concept of, like, dividing up how you want to, you know, conquer a certain class and really just attributing certain um, body movements and then just, you know, tying it all together and having reasons. I just remember that the things that I really stand for um, are in that class. And so that was probably my favorite class to record. What's your favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal? Okay, meal or dessert? Dessert is ice cream. It's just it's so easy and yet so easily done and just so many different ways that you can have it. Um, like if I had to choose one dessert for the rest of my life, it would be ice cream. What flavor? It used to be mint chocolate chip. Now okay. I'm, I'm kind of like into like a, like a tiramisu kind of like coffee creme brulee kind of world. Ooh, you throw some salt okay. on there. It's like, you know, all in one. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And then you end every active class telling everyone to live their truth and eat their vegetables. What is your favorite vegetable? Sweet potato, 100%. Ooh. Yeah, it's so great. It's got, got like, you know, it's got the carb that you need, but it's not too heavy. But then you can also make a dessert by throwing in some cinnamon. And, you know, you you can make it soft. You can make it hard. It can be, it's just, it's so versatile. And I love the color orange. So it's straight up my favorite vegetable, no question. InSync or Brittany? Oh my gosh! How dare I you? I know. I know. <laughs> if you had said InSync and Backstreet, I would have had a clear answer for you. InSync. That's why I said InSync or Brittany. <laughs> oh, man, only because. She's from Louisiana, and her, more of her music is, like, up my alley, and I feel like she's continuing to create new music. I would say Brittany. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, her, one of her albums, uh, Radar, which is, like, that album right after she shaved all of her head off, like, that album moves me. That album to me. And, like, that's when Britney is her best, with no hair, a black wig, and she's literally <laughs> She is. Okay, um, (laughs) dance or sing? Ooh, you know, it's funny. Someone asked me that recently. They said, if you had to choose only dancing or only singing, 
I'd probably say dancing only because like I feel like dancing is for me at least right now more communal. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can get more people involved and more people can like really just vibe and, and have fun with you. Singing like, yeah, I'm not always gonna sound very good. You know, it's like that. That and of course I'm not gonna dance that good either. But like I feel like dancing can be. You know, you can dance at weddings. I'm not gonna sing at a wedding. Uh, right. <laughs> so I have okay. sung at a wedding, but. You know, I, that's that's my logical answer. Okay. Um, elliptical or treadmill? Oh. Okay. It's a two-part question. Two-part answer. In terms of okay. me physically creating classes for others, I would say mm-hmm. elliptical. But for okay. me physically doing classes, I would say treadmill. Thank you so much to John for spending time with me and being patient after I had a whirlwind month, including a concussion, ick, that delayed the release of this episode. But it was totally worth the wait, I think, and hope. I loved chatting with this kick-ass human, and I'd highly recommend checking out his music as JJ Thornhill on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as his social media and his classes on Aptive to find more. You can find more of my art at rachelwoodallmedia.com. And once again, I'm Rachel Woodall, and this has been Artistic License. Thanks for listening. The fire that you started is still burning inside me. Take me back to your galaxy. All the way up, all the way up. Take me back to when we were free. All the way up, all the way up. We can be lovers in the sky, you and I. Lovers in the sky, you and I. Take me back to your galaxy All the way up, all the way up